I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. At the end of the day, it's about believing in what we're doing. We have one goal, and it's to make Wild Style successful, and we're willing to do whatever it takes. Whatever that means. No sleep and doing all these crazy things till you're out of breath and you're almost about to throw up. Whatever. We're just there to support each other. And, like, we've had definitely a lot of breakdowns along the way. You know, because we're girls, so we're, like, more emotional. What's up, Rebels? Welcome to Rebel Radio. This week's guest is Wild Style. You just heard Cassandra with her favorite quote from the girls. This is part two of a two-parter. If you go back to last week, we spoke to Richard Vision, their producer. And this week, we're going to talk to the group, Frankie and Sonja. They're singing like a neo-freestyle sound, whatever that means. And, uh, you know, kind of bringing in some, some classic house flavor, courtesy of Richard Vision. wish I could say that we're helping you discover them, but you know, they're already blowing up online. They have over 200,000 plays on SoundCloud, same on YouTube. And they're, um, they're playing radio shows all over the country, really starting to blow up. You should check for these girls. We're going to learn about what it takes to break as a new artist in today's era. And also, uh, what it's like working with a, a house music legend like Richard Vision. It's a short interview. It's only about 20 minutes. If you don't have the full hour today, don't worry about it. Uh, but we are going to play you some of their music, so you can check that out if you haven't heard it. Let's get into the interview right now. Welcome. Hi, guys. Hi. Hello. Hello. Hey, Wildstyle. They're so fun. Nice to meet so, you. So uh, introduce yourselves for us. 
<laughs> okay, so I'm Sonja. I'm Frankie. And we're Wild Style. Hey. Nice. <laughs> so, uh, well, we, you know, we've just heard from Richard, kind of his side of, of uh, you know, how he sees you guys coming together. I'm curious. First of all, how'd you connect with Richard? Well, it was uh, a little random um, because I had just moved to L.A. I'm from Puerto Rico. Um, I had just moved to L.A. And like two weeks into being here, I was at um, a Red One showcase for another artist on Interscope. That was like the first like L.A. activity that I was doing, Um, you know, like pursuing the dream into L.A. Like I Mm want to do music and I was a professional dancer. I'm like, oh, my God, going to dance with all these big artists. Cool activity that I'm going to do. So then randomly Richard spotted me because I'm an Afro. And it was like one of those like weird experiences where it's like, hi, I'm a producer. Do you sing? Oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So imagine I was like super like, this is sketchy. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know if he was legit. Like I didn't grow up um, in the U.S. So like I didn't know anything about like the history of like DJs on the radio. Nothing like completely clueless. So then I Google him like, oh, my God, like all these records that I've been listening to. Like it was legit. right? Right. So I end up like fast forward. I end up at the studio listening to take me home and it's funny because during richard's interview he mentioned something that was like it stood out to me because he said like basically when he was producing take me home it was like this could either like be awesome and in the future or people could hear it and not get it at all that's exactly what he told me so imagine it's like hi i'm a producer and i have this record which you might love but you might also hate it but it's (laughs) all right still come to studio listen to it so I'm like, all right. So I go there. I listen. To it. I flipped out because in Puerto Rico, I grew up listening to freestyle music. Like my dad listened to, listened to it a lot. I grew up dancing around the breakdancing movement, poppers, lockers. Like I listened to that music kind of not knowing it was freestyle. Mm-hmm. And then after meeting Richard, putting everything into perspective, I'm like, this is amazing. Like I flipped out. And then I said, how do you feel about doing this as a duo instead of a... A one <laughs> And then I said, like, salt and pepper style. And he's like, I got to hear it. So I'm like, I got the perfect girl. So, so you guys knew each other already? Yeah. Yeah, we <laughs> met, like, really randomly Yeah. through my dancing travels to L.A. Like, we just met through mutual friends. Nice. And it, another funny thing of what he said, which, like, is kind of awesome, is that so we've known each other, right? But we never really sang together. Mm-hmm. Never really danced together. It's kind of like hanging out together, know that we get along and know that we sing and we dance. So this might work out. Um, and then we start like meshing together. It's like we, all that matters, like, you know, we get along. However hard like the journey may be or whatever, who cares? We're just going to like dedicate. And like Frankie's a super strong singer. So like she helped me with that Gee, side. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, and then you know I come from dancing, so we kind of complement each other very well. Yeah. And she's taught me a lot about dance, and you know what they've done and what our team has done so well is they train us like athletes. So like what Richard was saying about, you know that first that first show, just not being able to breathe and really mm-hmm. not understanding how I was going to do it. And I was like, well, why can't I, I have to hit this note? Let me just stand here and sing for a while. And right. it's like, no, it's about the show. It's about the full experience yeah. and just rehearsing and rehearsing and rehearsing. I mean, for, I mean, a solid year, just 
really boot camp boot camp <laughs> it's taken so much but i've learned so much and there's still so much more to learn and and as you know my dancing is has grown her singing has grown and mm-hmm. now it's no longer a singer and a dancer it's wild style it was a collective and it's a, it's a show it's it's our show mm-hmm. yeah. why wild style frankie well originally we wanted to call the the genre of music wild style mm-hmm. and then we were like no that's 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 it. our name. That's us. Because <laughs> you know, people go, oh, she's wild, she's style. Yeah, <laughs> there's like this other side to it. Because um, at the end of the day, like we heard the name, and Rich is the one that was like, I want to call the music wild style. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and then we're like, no, 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 wait, that's too good. We're like we're wild, we're style. That's like basically we felt like it describes us, and then other people play on it, and then they're like, "Oh wait, you're wild and you're style," and we're like, "Well, basically, we're kind of each a little bit I'm of like, both." What do you mean by that? If, if you <laughs> truly get to know us, <laughs> who have you spoken to? <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I mean, I think you guys are talking about something that you know the chemistry between you, and you know, uh, it's really hard to be in any relationship right Mm -hmm. but you know we've seen you know plenty of uh, groups that you know I think what you're saying is you have to really be able to rely on each other oh yeah but you know sometimes those you know stuff gets in the way Mm -hmm. and especially as you go on in your career and you know you find some of the peaks and valleys um, you know so I'm curious at this stage how do you guys you know how do you draw strength from each other I got very lucky with Sanja um, because we were friends and everything like that. There's no ego there. And I think we appreciate and love the differences within one another. And I think that at the end of the day, it's just about wild style and and, be, and being honestly just the best women we can be, the best girls we could be, the best people we could be. And I think that's, th- there's just no ego here, you know, in anything that we yeah. do. Yeah, that'll yeah. change. <laughs> you get a couple hits under your belt. That oh, man. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, but we really like at the end of the day, it's about believing in in what we're doing. Like we yeah. have one goal, and it's to make Wild Style successful. Mm-hmm. And we both know from the beginning we're willing to do whatever it takes to make that happen. Mm-hmm. Whether that means like no sleep and doing right. all these crazy things until you're out of breath and you're like almost about to throw up whatever we're just there to support each other yeah. and like we've had definitely a lot of breakdowns along the way you know because we're girls so like we're more emotional you know like, what I'm sure <laughs> Richard's like you know in the early 20s coming up was more fun like to us it's like sometimes you have this whole other stuff well, happening to you so in your tired, life you know? yeah sometimes and then you're yeah. so tired you're, you're exhausted like, no, on top of that I don't want to do a club show at you know midnight i just want to sleep we have have rehearsal at 8 a.m tomorrow bro like what are you doing and then it's just but then you get on stage and some cool stuff has been happening now where i mean like yesterday i'm at my friends at a barbecue and i meet this cool you know guy and he and he's talking to me and he's you know oh girl you're so cool let's become instagram friends and he goes and he starts breaking down your wild style knew the whole song knew the video like that stuff is starting to happen so to finally see the impact that we're making it makes it feels like what we're doing is is going to mean it's worthwhile and to Mm -hmm. see that and see the kids at the power 106 tour that we're doing Mm -hmm. yeah i looked in the audience of the night they all were they knew the words like what 
it. <laughs> oh, yeah. we're really doing this? Yeah. I get yeah. it now. Because in the beginning, that was one of um, the challenges we knew we would face was, and it's kind of, Richard t- talks about this a lot, especially when we go in front of like labels. They ask like, so how do we break this? And it's like, well, at the beginning, we overthought it. It's like, oh, are people going to sit down and go, is this freestyle music? Oh, my God, this is old school, blah, blah. At the end of the day, the kids don't care. The people of our, our generation, generation they go, pop. they look cute, they're cool, and this mm-hmm. music makes me feel real good. Right. And then in our show, like we interact with people. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like how LMFAO used to go into the club, and they would just like get everybody hyped up. That's kind of one of the things. We're all about fun and like expressing ourselves and our personality no matter what. So we go and we interact with these kids and like they start like breaking, like going crazy. I yeah. get a little unruly at the shows, especially yeah. at the Power 106. What happens? I mean, I don't know. I think I have like eight boyfriends from different high schools all over Los Angeles at this point. I just like run, I love to be in the crowd. Like I, I have love to, to chase stage her. Drive and I run in the crowd and I just I. You just because you want to touch all of them when they're just so no oh my gosh not like that like, <laughs> oh my gosh uh, let's cut that one That's our no quote. but you just you just want to be like a part of it because you, you you're it's just the vibe you're feeling it you're all moving together you're all dancing together it's just so yeah it's, it's the cool. experience yeah it's about the experience yeah we heard that from Garth Trinidad saying that there's no more of this genre like people are just kind of like want to hear good music like it doesn't matter they're not picking right a side or you know either genre. you like it or you don't either that's your you know that's you, you want to dance like that that day or you don't it's yeah. just, <laughs> you know. well so let's let's follow that a little bit because you know we've had uh, a lot of guys on this show <clears throat> one of the themes is that uh being a musician is a good way to meet girls Mm-hmm. And um, I think a couple guys have just said basically they just do this for the girls. Yeah. Right. right. Um, so coming from the other side, like how does this you know affect your personal life? Well, I don't really. We, I nothing. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm just I don't know. Nothing. I think we, we're both kind of, we focused. have a, a yeah, we're super focused um, and we kind of bring a different background, like from our personal lives. Um, but at the end of the day, like we're definitely, like I said, we're, we're focused on, we're trying to achieve one thing mm-hmm. and it's not like meeting guys. I mean, I'm right. still trying to date Drake, so he's available. <laughs> I'm available. Okay. I mean, Ruby what? Rose too. Listen, hey, at this point, we love nice. her. <laughs> we're yeah, huge awesome. fans. Nice. Well, Ruby listens to the show, so we'll Hey! We'll hey. <laughs> so what is, what is, uh, well, I think we've talked a lot about, about Richard's influence on you guys. What have you taught him? <laughs> he knows all about patience. patience. Okay. How to deal with that time of the month. <laughs> <laughs> That's big. Um, yeah, I think like patience and uh, communication. He knows more about women's <laughs> shorts at this point than I think any guy. I think okay. he's learned about a lot about female fashion. Okay. <laughs> and what makes girls uh, feel more confident with themselves. <laughs> I so think what about just, just the, the, um, the age difference, right? And, and, you know, we were talking earlier, you know, Richard's seen a lot of these cycles come and go, right? And, and I think he brings that... Um, that perspective right and you guys though are young and you're you're probably i would guess very aware of just what's happening right now right and and um how does that affect your your partnership with him 
Well, I think it's a symbiotic relationship. I think, and Richard's very aware too. I'm gonna he, need to go look that up. <laughs> I was like, maybe can we, it's can wrong. we get a dictionary? <laughs> Siri, I can't what spell though. <laughs> I can't spell, and I don't even know if I know how to read anymore. But okay. I can pull some good words out of my, you know, right. bank every once in a while. Um, no, but I think that he, you know he's very aware of what's going on now, and just growing up, you know, Sanj was in Puerto Rico listening to freestyle. My dad was a musician, constantly, you know exposing me to all that kind of music so I think and musically it works really well because you know Richard can come at me and say oh you know when we're writing it's like yeah but this lyric sounds a little bit fresher or newer or, hey this beat this old school beat you know I think right you know yeah I, mean? I think he's been a big influence for us just um bringing that um side that just voice and all the knowledge that he has from all the experiences that he's had before like there's been things that have happened to us and he's like let me tell you a story mm -hmm. and then he tells us and we're like oh. and then we're like let's not do that <laughs> <laughs> nice can you give us one of those um okay so one of the ones that i like is from when he was about to get signed yeah. and like how he almost like <laughs> <laughs> so basically, um, when <laughs> when they were about to get signed, was it to Arist Arista? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so Richard didn't know who Clyde Davis was. He didn't know why they needed to get signed to a record label. Sure. Um, so he came and like he used to have this like attitude. <laughs> Apparently, yeah, apparently. <laughs> so he was like, I don't want to perform. Like, why? Oh, and we don't have a stage. And like, he right. tells us how he had this whole attitude that basically almost it didn't get them signed because of it. Um, and that when they performed for all of these big people, he didn't perform. He just stood on the side kind of like with his arms crossed, like, whatever. I don't think we need to do this. We're better than this. Mm -hmm. um, and then they ended up getting signed all worked out. But just like the whole approach, like. Mm -hmm. You know, you just got, you never know who's who and sure. you kind of right. just got to be open to making sure that you all, every moment counts. And like, this is something our choreographers tell us all the time. Every um, show. Every show. It's every like when he tells counts. us when he, Richard went years ago at this club and there were about, it was like nine o'clock and Lady Gaga goes on. There's like 20 people there and he's mm -hmm. like, but she did it like she was at Madison Square Garden. And it's though those type of performers that, that it means so much, so they put everything in it. Who knows who was there that night and saw her and said, Oh, I'm gonna let me take her right. let me sign, let me introduce her to this. I mean, you never know. Yeah. And it's good to have those reminders all the time because, mm -hmm. you know, you can get caught up on all the stuff that you're going through outside mm -hmm. of the music and then when you come into the studio or the rehearsal studio, you're just kind of like uber focused and trying to put your best no matter how exhausted you are or whatever. And then after, like, let's say there's a show at night. So, you know, at that point, at the end of the day, after you do three or four things, you kind of do need a reminder. Like, listen, this is worth it. Every moment counts. Who knows who's out there looking at you? Right. They could either be a fan or they could potentially like want to like sign you or you know offer you a different tour or whatever it is mm -hmm. so it's really important to us that we're always like super motivated and ready to go sure awesome. and then you have the added like somebody's probably filming or yeah, yeah like, now you can't do anything like something. you say <laughs> one bad like it's they can edit it and oh my goodness yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well that's what yeah. i say you know we didn't have the internet back then to look up clive davis right, right? Mm -hmm. so you kind of either knew who that was you know, I remember I had a, a, a meeting years ago with Freddie DeMann. And, I, you know, I knew he had been Michael Jackson's manager, right. but that's really all I knew. And, you know, and then 
I walked into an off- his office. It was like a palace. <laughs> and I just had, I was like, whoa, okay. I guess I'm somewhere important, right. you know. But, but now everything is, is accessible. And, and obviously, you know, if you guys have a bad day, Right. Potentially all your fans could see that and, you know, right. learn about it. And I try whatever. not to be an asshole most of the time, but, you know. <laughs> that's an important, that's lesson number six. <laughs> try not to be an asshole. <laughs> you won't always succeed. You won't always succeed. But. <laughs> well, so, you know, when you think about, uh, we were talking earlier about the ups and downs. And, you know, for a lot of people, you know, I think what's one of the things that's different about Richard is that he never gave up. Mm-hmm. Right. And a lot of guys, you know, have that hit and then they hit the valley and then, you know, then they're working at Ralph's. They didn't buy a house. Right. Right. So then they're working at Ralph's and that was it for them. And, you know, music is a popular career for people in their 20s and, you know, less so as they go on. So um, knowing that, like, what's going to get you guys through <clears throat> those tough times? Each other. <laughs> and I think I think everybody it's okay what do you want to be do you want to be an artist do you want to be a celebrity what do you want to be yeah and I think it's the people that l- truly love what they do and believe in what they do not everybody might get it but there will be people that do and 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 that's why it will last because we don't want to just release a couple records you know get you know do some cool stuff for a couple years and then that's it we're in it for the long run and we want to we want to change and we want to we want to expand and we want to do there's so much that we want to do and i don't i think honestly i i i, I could never be doing anything else mm. i i mean i'm not really good at anything else <laughs> like i said about the whole reading thing but um no but i i wouldn't i wouldn't be able to survive yeah. if i wasn't performing it's, yeah it's, it's yeah all it is. yeah i think we're both doing this because we really believe in it. it's our passion you know it's yeah. like the one thing that above everything else is it makes us the happiest um so when we're in that music world or like the entertainment there's always something you can learn or you know a new skill you can acquire from all the people that you're around um so being around richard like all right let's say we're in that valley i want to be a dj mm-hmm. i'm gonna make him teach me <laughs> i'm great yeah. i'm working at ralph's guess what i'm gonna be performing at ralph's then <laughs> you know what i mean Set like it will DJ never booth. stop right. in ralph's <laughs> i think we'll figure Aisle it out number seven is gonna be popping you have no idea <laughs> buy one get one nice <laughs> So what would <laughs> what would um feel like selling out? Hmm. Never gotten asked that before. Uh interesting. Yeah, I think like for me, um specifically before Wild Style, before I heard Take Me Home, I always knew that I didn't want to do something that was like everything else. Mm-hmm. Like I had been in other girl groups and tried to be a solo artist and I just it didn't feel right it felt like i'm just trying to be the next beyonce or rihanna or whatever so to me personally 
like selling out would be settling for doing something like somebody else is doing it versus something that's unique to to this like this project that's great i think there's a danger sometimes that you hear about you know with record labels when you're like great we love everything about you we're just gonna change it all though okay Mm -hmm. (laughs) and i think i i you know i can strongly say this about her and i we're we love the vibe we love everything that we've all created with our team and that won't we won't be able to negotiate about about who we are and what yeah. we stand for, right? Yeah, <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> yeah. I see you guys yeah. this out. So, right. like, no. I will never have her straighten her hair, and I will always. We have try talked and get about. Okay. Uh, we have talked about maybe one day she wears an afro and I'll wear straight hair. That's cool. I Nobody think it will look know. Fantastic. <laughs> no, but like with Wildstyle, really, like at the end of the day, if you really get to know us and like, let's say, come to rehearsals or just see like behind the scenes, this is it. Like, it's not a show. It's not put together. It's yeah. staying true to ourselves. And I think selling out would be not staying true to ourselves and trying to pretend we're something else, yeah. which is like other artists have gone through that. Like you said, like Pink went through that. She was like literally that. And as soon as she broke out and stayed true to herself, she was super successful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody loves Pink, right? I don't think there's anybody that's she's like, ah, oh, she sucks. Yeah, she's a badass. She's awesome. She's definitely a badass. <laughs> so one of the things I like about Take Me Home is that it's, um, you know, kind of what you're saying. It it uh, it feels very familiar, right? It definitely feels different than, than what else you're going to hear in new music. But, you know, there's certain points that refer back to even specific songs, right? So you hear a little bit of Kathy Dennis. Mm-hmm. You hear some... You know, maybe some expose. Um, you know, how how much are you guys thinking about that? Are you just in the moment when you're, you know, when you're doing it, or are you like, how much about how, how much of it is about that sort of genre? Yeah. So, um, I really think it's like fifty fifty because yeah. it comes, it goes three sixty. Like from the moment Richard starts producing the records, which like with our album we have a lot of freestyle, we have R and B, we have Miami bass, we have funk. So it is like a throwback project and in we, general. We do our homework. We know, you know, we, we there's all you know. You do the homework when you're writing the song, when you're developing the song, and then it just becomes innately a part of you. When you write the lyrics, you're thinking about right. what lyrics were. Or what what melodies were like super catchy influential back then, and and then you naturally kind of bring what's now because you're living now. Mm-hmm. So just when you think old school, and you combine your current you know um, current inspira- <laughs> <laughs> inspiration, it just comes out like mm-hmm. a good balance. And then going into like when we create the moves for for our mm. our show, like we go just us two, and we're like what were cool moves like because i used to watch a lot of videos like back mm-hmm. then i actually learned how to dance from watching videos yeah. i didn't go to a dance studio mm-hmm. i was i locked myself in my room played my favorite videos with dancers and now it re- like rewind the vcr until the it VCR. would yeah. break <laughs> what what VCR what, in which, puerto rico which video which video um uh, okay, so like a lot of Missy Elliott, because like when I was growing up, Missy Elliott was like she had the sickest videos. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like with pop, Britney had sick dance videos, and then Pink back then, w- she was like a, a dancer pop artist. Um, so just like even like no doubt had like cool dance movement stuff. So I would just try to like move like them, like the Black Eyed Peas, 
Um, mm-hmm. I would just, mm-hmm. I would just try to move like them. Um, so like now, um, when we're like doing the the moves in the studio, we just kind of go like, all right, what's cool now? And like, what are parts that make you feel old school? And the moves just come out old school. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's the combination. It's like the perfect um, balance, like for the project. Nice. What she said. <laughs> yeah, that. All right. Well, <laughs> let's let's promote a little bit. Where can we find you guys online? It's your time to shine, baby girl. Yeah, girl. <laughs> <laughs> well, our music video is out for Take Me Home. It's super cool. It's a throwback video, too. Mm-hmm. There's a little bit of Patrick Nagel inspiration because mm-hmm. we turn to cartoons. So nice. you guys can find that on YouTube. Um, we Are Wild Style is our YouTube channel. And then our Instagram, Twitter. It's website. We Are Wild Style. The website, We Are Wild We Are Wild Style. We Are Wild Style. We Are Wild Style. <laughs> we are wild style. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that repetition thing we were talking about? <laughs> Got it. <laughs> we Are Wild Style. Nice. Well, thanks for being here and come back. Thank you for having us. Anytime you guys want to promote something. Yeah. We'll, we'll be watching you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, we'll be watching you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that was Wild Style on Rebel Radio. I hope you enjoyed it. Don't forget to hit us up online on Twitter at Rebel Radio or rebelradio.net or SoundCloud slash Rebel underscore radio. You can find Wild Style online at We Are Wild Style. And make sure you come back next week with a special treat. <laughs>